0: welcome back to teachable moments with april and we are here with miss mary hello miss mary
1: hello april
0: so there was some debate between me and miss mary talking about this particular topic um um, that's pretty close to both of our hearts um i don't really know where to start with it um so I'm, I'm gonna start I'm just gonna I'm just gonna just start talking. <clears throat> so uh, I have mentioned in many um, episodes about I work with um, adults who are part of the special needs um, community and I've been doing it for a very long time. And I may have mentioned um, my two brothers. Um, one of them passed away. Um, some years ago, uh, from brain cancer, but I have another brother who is autistic and he lives in assisted living or a silla, And, um, he has been there for a while, a really long time, actually, since he was a teenager, I believe, uh. So a lot of things have come up over the years and especially with his, um, his, um, his health overall and then the impact of COVID and <clears throat> the different things that have been happening within the different systems. Of, of, of special needs, whether it be a Scylla, day programs, they change changed the name from day programs to community day programs, and so forth and so on, and the concern over our loved ones and support systems and different things that have happened, and if your loved one is special needs and they live in a Scylla uh, with other people with, um, you know, related disabilities or challenges. A lot of the adults are in workshops and so forth and so on. And the funding, they always cut the funding. Um, I came across, and I might not should be talking about this, but I came across of an old letter um, that was put together by um, a director, a co-director who... She retired and uh, from coming to the to the center that I still work at now, and it was funny reading the letter because the problems that we had years ago, a couple decades <laughs> or more ago, it's like it was it was put together, it was typed up and printed out on the computer today. It, it's no different. The cutbacks, the funding, and different things that are going on. Um, they've cut my hours. Um, And a lot of times the brunt of the money I'm seeing is falling to the, to the loved ones, the guardians to have to pay and make up the difference. Mm -hmm. And seeing that amount is really, wow, mind boggling. But for myself and for Miss Mary and for my brother, there's some things that have always been there. And the whole part of, Placing, when you, oh wow, when you have to place a loved one, they're no longer within your care, in your home, and you have to make that decision. A lot of people, which I find interesting, I've always told Miss Mary this, I've come into contact with people because I work in this field um, that have a certain mindset. Now, everybody has their own opinion and they have the right to that opinion and their own thoughts and I'm sure they have their own reasons. Or rationale of why they think this, but I have come into a, a contact with a lot of people that think when you place your loved one, that it's an easy, it's an easy thing, mm-hmm. and that equates that you don't love them. And I find that to be very <laughs> disturbing. I find it to be disturbing in a way because I know our experience that that it was not easy. It's not something we want to do. And to this day, to this day. It is still, we get, both of us get very, very emotional and it leaves us conflicted and we want him to be with us, but due to the different things that are going on with him, it's something that's, it, it just, it's, it's, it's not easy. It's not easy just because we don't talk about it with a lot of people. We talk to each other about it um and a lot of times there are things that we don't really need to talk about we feel it we don't you know so i'm gonna now turn it over to uh miss mary um and to share it whatever she wants to share with me because like i said it is something that's very deeply personal and um very emotional um miss mary how do you how do you feel what are your thoughts
1: One of the hardest things I had to do was place Andre into a group home setting. Uh, I became a single parent with two handicapped, special need children. Uh, They are actually eight years apart. Uh, The doctor, told me advised me that having Andre with his brother the youngest one Mm -hmm. that it would rub the things that he does would rub off on him Mm
0: -hmm.
1: well I took that into consideration and they are brothers Mm -hmm. okay but there were so Mm -hmm. many things going on with Andre. There was no way I could work um, 40 plus hours per Mm -hmm. week. Maintain a 14 room house and take care of three children. I barely got any sleep. I walked around most of the time sleep with my eyes open. I didn't know that. Uh, Um, Andre's circumstances was he required mm. a person has to be right there with him on him 24-7. He got so he wouldn't even sleep No. Uh, when April would watch him for me while I work. Mm. Um, and she was a teenager. Right. And... Um, she would have to call me at work because he turned the water on in the bathtub mm-hmm. and just sit in cold water. He'd get up, he'd do that. I discussed it with the doctor. There was no one there to help me with that. No. I even asked the doctor to try to get medication for him wow. to help me because he... Uh, aside from being autistic, among other things, he's hyperactive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, the medication they could give me I think they explained it in the way that they would not allow me to have it in my house, in my possession. Uh, He would have to be institutionalized so they could give it to him. So everything had to be the way they said, not the way I wanted
0: it. I remember that.
1: Yeah. So it was like uh, we was operating on one T-cell. I had... um, an older lady that was studying the Bible with me, which was I used to call her my mom because she would be there with me no matter what. And she tried to start helping me with it. And although she was sick too, she died some years later. Mm -hmm. She walked through it with me and she said, you have to try and save your other two children. Uh, Um, and just, you have to try to say those. So I prayed about it, <clears throat> and I thought about it. So I started going to challenge to have him placed in a group, group home. Right. I started out with them just being at the group home for the weekend. And to give me and April a break. Yes. It was just uh I guess they called it respite or something.
0: Yes, yeah, it was respite. Yeah, it was like
1: three days a week. I drop mm-hmm. him off on a Friday and pick him up on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And um, I started that out there, and then he adjusted to it. Right. And I thought it was a good feeling. It's the group home supposed to be uh, for people with similar
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, special needs. Right. Uh, then we went through. Um uh, now I'm not going to go through the whole thing. We can talk okay. about this again we definitely later. We can. Okay. Now that I am able to talk about it. Okay. Um uh, so his I went through a lot of things with his younger brother going through cancer right. uh and uh with the radiation and the chemo, uh, the, the chemo and all right. of that right. and he finally died. Someone told me once at work <laughs> that after 2 years you get over a person's death. Too well, I hope someone within <laughs> my voice can hear me. I don't think you ever get over... I know a mother does not get over mm-hmm. the, her child dying. Yeah. And him only being 21 years old. Yes. Recently, I went... Mm, okay. To the group facility right. to visit him. That's right. And... I'm still trying to pull myself together from the shock of it all. I know in my heart that with my age and medical problems, there's no way I can bring him home. There's no way I got enough locks on the refrigerator. Uh, or on nail the cabinet shut (laughs) or anything or him bursting out of the door running in the street and uh, running in front of traffic or Mm -hmm. stuff like that and my legs is not like they was when I was 30 years old Mm -hmm. they are not going to catch him Mm -hmm. so I couldn't say that he'll be safer with me than at the group home Mm -hmm. I'm not Blaming the group home for of anything. Course not. No, you're no not. I'm not. You're not. They were there at a very needed time right. that I needed it. Right. Uh, I used to mm-hmm. try picking him up every weekend right. and bringing him home, and that became problematic. That was very problematic because he attacked Sadly. me in the car, mm-hmm. and uh, while I was driving, uh, he attacked his little baby brother yes. in the car and stuff. He was getting violent and violent. I could not get him to respond as I as he needed to do. Right. Okay. Now, I had to, um, due to other things, I want to go, that's just one of the situations, but... Due to other things that was occurring with him when I brought him home on a weekend, uh, I um, had to relinquish what? Picking, him up, okay. picking him up. Yeah. And um, therefore, the time for me to uh, visit him became farther and further apart. Right. I would call and check on him. Well, that don't mean anything, but I would call Maybe and check on him. And, and check on him and see was he okay and blah blah Uh each month I send him yeah. all of his favorite treats yeah. and stuff for me but he's a diabetic and he has hypertension as well mm. but they t- assured me that they had some place they could lock it away and give it to him at uh, different intervals mm. but when I went to visit him mm. okay um I'm going to think it was last week. Yes. Uh, Okay, thank you. Last week. And um, notice that he's grossly underweight. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm Mm-hmm. He looks scared to me for some reason, but that might not have been. They have to use some kind of thing to keep him in control, but they seem to have him somewhat under control, but his weight is something that concerns me. Okay. And while I was there, it seemed like it was supposed to be a group home of four. It was like, he only made six. Right. Because I went on the spirit me to go on the weekend. You did? Yeah. You did a and Sunday that, and a Monday.
0: And a Monday.
1: Uh, his clothes would basically not stay up on him uh, and so forth, which tore at my heart. Everything tore at my heart. Uh, I think I was better off not knowing, I would think, well, but I th- had to know, that's what it was.
0: You have a an insight, Miss um, Mary has a certain level of insight in general, but especially more so towards obviously loved ones like him, you know, that keeps saying all oh, you mothers that are out there, are connected. Is a connection. There's connections between fathers and their offspring, but there's a very special connection that is unique to a mother um, and her children um, that there's no words for it um, because you carry your young in your body. And
1: she knows when something's wrong. Even before I went, Whenever, uh, just before the um, director would call me and tell me, well, this happened and this happened. that I said, well, I know happened at so-and-so time. It seems like I know right away something's wrong with him. Um, It was the same with all three of my kids. I can tell when something is wrong, even if they don't tell me. I just look at them. I know it's wrong. When they get... After they got grown, I think, well, when they want to tell me, they'll tell me. But I know something is wrong. But not telling me is not helping me because I already know something is wrong. Um, I um, didn't check on the sleeping facility because, like I said, the first floor was decent and Mm -hmm. so forth. Um, But with Andre... And one person, a young man in his right. 20s, being the one that was the caregiver at that time for six other people mm-hmm. that he got lined up on the sofa, and Andre is the only one running around.
0: Right.
1: How can he do this? They mm-hmm. keep cutting this spending and stuff. There's no way I can see where I could bring him back home mm-hmm. and take care of him. But then the government, they keep taking the money away from the group home. And in my heart, I feel that the director there Mm -hmm. is doing all she can in her power Mm -hmm. to make this work. Yes. Um, She seemed to look at me like I was looking for to cause a problem because she had called me and told me about he was running, and he hit his head up against uh, the door and cut his ear, and she yeah. had to take him to the emergency room. That's so exactly. I came, and I, ever since then, I said, now, something ain't right here. Exactly. So I went to see just what happened and check him out and mm-hmm. so forth, and it heals up well. You can't even tell he got one. Um, I had him to show me, and mm-hmm. he showed me where they Messed him up over there. <laughs> of course they didn't. You did. Okay. Yes. He's always me, my baby. Um, and then I wasn't satisfied. So April was a sweetheart. Uh, she had a gift card she gave me. So I went to the store that she had the gift card and gotten him some smaller size mm-hmm. clothes and mm-hmm. packed them up and took them. On that Monday, that was the Sunday. On that Monday, to him,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, as it turned out, he did have clothes that fitted him. Just he just like won-
0: belts. <laughs> he has a mind of his own. He is
1: my child. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor told me to do something. No, no. I want to do it this way. And it's going to be done this way. This is about me. He yeah, has, <laughs> he has all hours. of my qualities. I have to wonder, am I autistic? Because he, had, I think that he all the has time. all of my personality and yes. his thinking ability. We communicate. No one can understand how him and I, he has no speech, but we communicate By looking at, I can look at him and know. And I'm thinking, what? And it seemed like we have telepathy or something. But I know what he's trying to tell me, and I have to act on it, because if I don't, he get very upset because you're just ignoring my situation. I just wish he was home with me. I could hug him, love him, and spoil him. But I know I would kill him because (laughs) I love to cook. He mm-hmm. loved his mama's cooking. Mm-hmm. Uh, he loved to eat. He always oh, loved yeah. to eat. He That's would. Love, I love my baby. That's the one child I had that was after my heart because he loved to eat, and I loved to cook. And I blame myself for his diabetes, <laughs> and all the problems, because his mama fed way. him. And fed and him and let him lay down and relax himself. Yeah. But then he still had this hand that was when he was growing. As he right. got older, it got this worse. Aggression, um, right. And um these system helping me did not help me. Yeah, and so anything. when I went back and uh I talked to the director, she was there that Monday. It's the first time she ever been there.
0: Yeah, I thought that interesting. I so was too. like, wait a minute, because I'd never...
1: So, uh, she was interested in meeting you, but I oh. went on past that one. Oh, okay. But I'm still going to have to stay in touch with him, although it tears my heart apart. Yeah. I'm still going to have to stay in touch with him. Mm. I thought of looking for another place to put him, but... Is any other place going to be any better than that? So I got a lot of things to think about. And they the system really sucks because I didn't take out a guardianship for him when he turned 21. There, my parental um, guidance is only going to a certain level. And right. then they cut off on me. How can love be put on paper? It can't be. I did not abandon him where I needed guardianship. I placed him somewhere. It's not about abandonment. No, it's not. It's about the policy. And for me, I went online and looked okay. at people, lawyers, or whatever that could go to do the guardianship thing at now because mm-hmm. I, I need to know what's going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just looked at something online was mm-hmm. Prader-Wallace syndrome, mm-hmm. where a person eat all the time. prader Willie, yeah. Yeah, and I was looking at that and I'm thinking, well, maybe I need to be the guardian and just push and push, but if they ain't going to give you no money, you can push all you want to. You're not getting no money. But back to the uh, guardianship thing, it's back to the money. It's not that uh, they care about who is the guardian. They need to make some money off it. And the lowest one I seen was $1,000 to $3,500 to file the papers with the court. That's not counting the lawyer's fee. Okay. Okay. Uh, which is, to me, I always thought it was stupid. Why would I need guardianship for something that's already mine? I know it sounds crazy, but that's how I feel. Why would that be crazy? You're his mother. And you it carry, wasn't like I wasn't taking the court. Not
0: something that is disputable. It's a fact.
1: You can look at them and say, if I...
0: genetics. That's not really the issue, I don't think. But
1: anyone out there that has handicapped children, mm-hmm. special need children, mm-hmm. we all have a tendency to wait till the last minute to make decisions. I had Esther there with me, which guided me through. And I do believe your old God is the one that sent her to me to help me out. She talked me through. He's a teenager. You're not getting any younger. He's not getting any younger. If something happened to you, where do he go? Some people wait until they feel like they're going to live forever. I'm not telling anyone what to do. Because you only have to follow your own heart of what to do. I do not regret my decision. There was no other way to do it. I thought of every kind of way that I could think of to keep him with me. And that was not happening. Um, April being her age, um, barely her 20s, something happened to me she has him because knowing her and her personality being our child she was not going to let him go so i made the decision she has to live her life therefore i have to make this decision as bad as it might hurt me Everything we do affect other people's lives. You might not believe it, but it does affect other people. You can't just think about I want what I want. No. You got to think about what's good for everyone concerned. It might be the wrong decision. I'm not saying I'm always right. But you must make a decision. Think about when people die and they only have their uh, special needs child in themselves, no one's gonna have sympathy on this child. They're gonna wind up on the street. Think about what you're gonna do while you're in your right mind. Just think about it. And with this, I'll talk about it some time later. I'm beginning to talk like Willie Wilson, so I'm going to have to cut this short and get back to it on another day. And if you have anything to add, April, go right I, I here. Do,
0: I do have something So okay. what is it that you are wanting at this time, in this moment, when you were looking up lawyers and guardianship uh, laws and protocols and regulations, what is it that Wanting in this moment at this time, in regards to Andre, what is it exactly that you're wanting?
1: You know, I actually don't know exactly what I want. Other I... than let's say
0: you are able to overturn whatever has been done and you and you become the guardian of Andre, mm-hmm. and then what?
1: Okay. Guardianship would just only mean that it wouldn't mean very much or nothing because I'm... It uh, would, because that's why you're
0: doing it. it everything you do no, means that's true. something. Uh, maybe I could check on... You feel like it's you have it, you're haven't you having limited information right. because of the fact that you're not his guardian. Right, that's okay.
1: it. I okay. would
0: have full
1: info. In. Right, it has to be, so
0: you feel like you're not getting all no, the information. No, I can
1: needed. tell from talking to the director she was skidding around things she didn't want to tell me. I see. So that was only for informational purpose. I need to know. Or if there's something happened, I'm thinking again, at that particular group home, do they have the right to move him to some kind of other facility without me even knowing it? I see what you mean. But if I'm the guardian, I have you some I can I need to know. She has to know. Okay. Or Can I make some other arrangements for him? I see. Yeah.
0: Well, I think the thing that I want to say in regards to my brother Andre is that (laughs) as a sibling, um, I I have a lot of concerns. And there's not a day that doesn't go by that I don't think about him. Absolutely. And I see within the clients that I work with uh, similarities. Um, There's one in particular that that I deal with on the regular, and I see they don't have the same um, diagnosis or condition because Andre is autistic. But there can be people who have Downs or CP, and they have other diagnoses, but they have Mm -hmm. autistic tendencies. And I think the reason why it's because of those similarities that I am seeing in this particular individual at the day program that hearkens that to Andre and that I think I, it's not good to have favorites but the aggression the aggression that I see in him mm-hmm. and the reactions of some of my co-workers and I understand where they're coming from with that because I feel fortunate in the way that I, I'm a family member mm-hmm. and I grew up in the family, so I understand from that stance, but I am on the other side of the fence. I work in, and so I understand. I've never worked in a solo, but I've definitely worked with in schools and respite and mm-hmm. uh, mentor uh, programs and the community day program that I'm in now. Never really worked in a workshop, but so I understand as an employee that works in it. So I have those two vantage points of it and when the aggression has started due to whatever neurological issues um, people want to manage it with with medicine, with meds and I'm not saying that's the wrong way to go and I'm not saying that's the way to go I'm not saying that but they tend to something that kind of gets me a little bit is to blame and who do they blame? The mother, right? And I'm sitting there, and I'm holding back how I'm feeling, but my expressions and my body language give me away. So I'm pretty sure they see that I'm pretty emotional. I'm like I'm feeling some type of way about it. Even medication, mm-hmm. seeing your loved one, and it's not cut and dry, and it's mm-hmm. not easy. And they're no. like, "What's wrong with her? Why isn't she? Why does it always come down to and?" He has a father. He has siblings. They're blaming, in a way, the mother. And I'm like sitting there and I'm, I'm holding my tongue and I'm thinking, I cannot see. I, you see good parents and you see uh, not so good parents. There's no manual for it. No. We're imperfect human beings. But I could not see any other family that could love this young man more than what they do, so I don't see it to their detriment that they're no. they, they're doing it because of this. Why can't they just give them some medication? It's not that easy, but I understand they don't understand
1: it. Well, why should they? They are the one, as you're speaking of this uh, particular young man. Mm-hmm. They are trying to. Their uh, his parents seem to be highly intelligent people. They are and very active and active in, his life, in their child's life and his well-being. Um. Lucky for him, he yeah. has a few siblings, right?
0: He does. He right. has, uh, I think, two sisters and a brother, okay. if I'm correct.
1: And they are uh, also a part of his life. Yes, very okay. active. Yes. Um, they are trying to let allow this child mm-hmm. to develop mm-hmm. naturally. Right. And if they medicate, because... With Andre, they gave had to put him on so many different medication, and now when I see him, his teeth is completely brown. It's and I a can't. Side effect so his gum formation became right.
0: abnormal due right. to and they, they said it would be mm-hmm. due and to the way the medic- his teeth came in and just the structure right. of them. Right, that was one of the side effects of yes, uh, this
1: medication. Yes. Yes. and I'm assuming that he's getting the full because he was home. I kept having... I had a hard problem with him eating the toothpaste. Right. He's not uh, big on, you no. Know, yeah. It uh, tastes good. Yeah, okay. Going um, back to the taste here. Right. So, he didn't have any strong medication. We both had to deal with him. As is. As... That's the word. As is. And now, when I... When he was to... Uh, he said hi to me. Mm-hmm. I seen his teeth... And I'm looking like, I've been sending toothbrushes, toothpaste, and everything. I think that ain't gonna work. Um, it's the medication. And I had so much hope for that child. I have all for from all my children, but it's him. He was um, autistic, but still had hope for him when they of being a lawyer. But um, no matter what he is, he's mine. He is yours. And always will be. Uh, I was thinking Mm -hmm. when I was worrying so for birds and certain animals because I love the animal king. I love anything about nature. Mm -hmm. Uh, When they have one that's not full operational, they take them and push them out to nest on the ground until they die. Wow. uh... Yeah. Okay. Uh, but human <laughs> okay. human nature is different. All right, uh, you don't drop them on the ground and keep on going. And then they start getting ready for the next family, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, I couldn't see that happening. Uh, mm-hmm. We are the only one that holds on. Human mm-hmm. that hold on to their children, even though they're grown. Mm-hmm. Get back here, you know. We just hold on to. Them. It's just the way God made us. Mm-hmm. That's just the the um inevitable part of it like you say mm.
0: to
1: me sometimes. What I say. <laughs> that's it what mothers what, do. It, that's what mothers do. It is what it is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So it to me I see it differently. I just see I see a lot of things differently. And um this has been an ongoing thing as we've watched this particular individual in this mm-hmm. program. And I I understand, I think I understand both sides of it. I understand what they're saying and I also understand how I don't claim to know because I haven't had any discussions with his family nor do I
1: but they adore you. That's why okay. your co-workers would like to take you outside and drop you on the sidewalk. It's because they simply adore you. That your mm-hmm. opinion is worth million of dollars to them and the other ones that they t- he's this and he's that. They already know. They are parents. They know the one that cares about their child. They know this. Parents know. I do believe that they know. They know because um, the other ones just running up there talking to them. They looking at them like, oh yeah, but where's April? There are
0: there are people that are there, and they have a connection just like myself with the population but I don't think that they
1: think the way I do. I don't think it, I think some people look okay. but they don't see they hear and they don't hear I really don't think they comprehend I. that's my opinion okay yeah
0: well the reason why okay I'm going to close now and I I would like to revisit this because this was something that I actually thought about there are a lot of things that go on and I am a very curious person there's some things that I'm like okay I'm not going to touch that but I, I was telling Miss Mary that I when I was coming up even up to this moment right now I never had anyone any friends or acquaintances at least that 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 had the same situation meaning they didn't have loved ones that were or siblings or had special needs children themselves and I it's kind of funny because wow so whenever I would talk I could never really talk to them on some level or share that part of me because I knew they would not understand it, and it wasn't conscious me doing that so the reason why I'm doing this Podcasts in hopes that maybe it will start a dialogue. Or is there anybody else out there like that? I don't know. Do you did you know a lot? Did you know a lot of mothers and single mothers or mothers who had special? I mean, you've come in contact with people. Were you like truly
1: friends with people who had?
0: I I don't know why that never happened
1: for me. Uh, when I had told, which I don't have. Uh, friends anymore. Okay. Um, when I told one person, Jeffra, mm. uh, about I had finally found a decent facility for Philip, and she was handicapped. I always had I people around friend. me, and she had uh, polio when she was young, and mm. she had a little girl, which I used to oh, have a daycare, okay. so I used to take care of a little girl for. And she came in to pick her up and we were talking and laughing. I said, well, I finally found she uh, didn't
0: receive it well
1: a place to have Andre mm-hmm. a place so he can get the proper care and blah blah this She looked at me in a very nasty way and said, "I'm glad you were never my parents. My parents would have put me uh, in, a, in a place like that." And I looked at her I said, Wow, you went to college with me. It's just something wrong with your legs. Your brain is good. Uh, you're are you on any type of medication? And later on, she tried to after he was placed. She mm. tried because I cried all night. As she I said, as she said I should very mean. And I didn't watch a little girl for her anymore. Okay. Uh, I got mm-hmm. the handicapped child here. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to help you with yours because you have polio. You're, that's what friend you're on does. a crutch. That's what a, a true friend does. Yes. And the only thing you could do is turn around and attack me, you know. So um, I had never had one person. No. No, I didn't. So.
0: The stigma, there's a stigma to
1: it, is mm-hmm. what you're saying. Yeah.
0: And it goes back to the mother.
1: Right. I was this epic woman that was doing this here what to this poor, defenseless, autistic child.
0: That you love, and that you love best heart. for him.
1: And my heart is, is, is
0: just falling apart to do this. It's just like this individual that, I, that I'm saying, they every and these are other women. This no, is what kills me. Man, they
1: say this. nothing. it was women. They didn't, and they were supposed to be my friend. Right on top of, her. she was handicapped. Yeah, right, disabled. The same. Yeah, she was disabled, disabled. but she had enough nerve to attack me. I. I, I next you. time we talk about it, yeah. I'm okay. gonna make a list we of people. Okay, that's the a reaction a, that's a deal. to. Him being played. The support or the lack thereof. There you go.
0: All right. All right. Well, hopefully um this has helped other people. Um I would love to hear from anyone that's listening to this and share your experiences or let me know how you how you guys feel. Do you know of anyone? Are you a mother to to children? Because sometimes a lot of times Um, you have more than one child it it, it runs in the family Right. and have you encountered these things? I would love I literally, when I say I would love to hear from you, not just what people tell you, oh I'd love to hear from you, as soon as they hear from you, they they start walking away, okay, I really want to hear from you how you doing? yeah, if there's any I'm here for you girl, and as soon as you start saying one thing, them people say, oh I gotta go girl, and then they leave you hanging and you're like, okay, this was not the person I knew better, I really (laughs) want To know what you guys think of this and your
1: experiences, okay? There's one other thing. Uh, people try to make mothers also feel really bad because they had gave birth to a uh, handicapped child. When I had to go um, put uh, Philip and I uh, mean Andre into school.
0: Mm.
1: Uh, They asked me all kind of questions. Was I a drug addict? Was I I alcoholic? Uh, Do I shoot up? And I'm looking like no. I have no. I didn't. They make you seem like this bad person. But I, one lady has a handicapped daughter. Oh. Uh, Me and her were talking one day, Mm -hmm. and she said, "I thank God that He picked me as this special lady."
0: to I take agree. care of this
1: handicapped child. But
0: you have something that...
1: That is something... So Even if you're, you're not aware that you have right, it, I that agree You that. are a very special I agree. lady. That God bless your womb to have that child. So don't let people make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. or when Because they are out there. They look at you like, where's your other child? In the group home.
0: And then they have people that they keep bringing it up and you know they're not really concerned. They just want to hurt you.
1: Right. I have a person that does that to me all the time. How's he doing? It's like I'm trying to find out, is he dead or did uh, what happened to him? I don't care. Why would you do know? that? You all stay blessed, and I'll talk to you another time.